Hey guys, welcome back to Get Up 10. Um, this really feels like a new season, so we'll just call it that. <laughs> um, I'm really excited to be recording right now. It took me a lot to get back to this place of creativity. But um, how am I going to name my podcast Get Up 10? Meaning when life knocks you down, get back up and not model that in my life and not do that. Like, it would have been so easy for me, I mean, and it was for so long, if you've been following this journey, to start up my podcast and not be consistent with it and then just be like, why, why should I go back? Or like, I haven't recorded an episode in months, so like, why should I do one now? It'd be so easy to think like that, but that is so contradictory to the reason why I even got this started. And um, I really want to model just getting back up and bouncing back in this season especially so I'm super excited to be recording this episode right now and um I wasn't really sure at first what I was going to talk about because I know like when I started this podcast I had a vision for it and I still do and so I didn't want to just like come on here and record something just to record something And if anything has been being shown to me, it's just the importance of your story and and how much power your story has and how somebody else needs your story, which is not always easy to believe. But once you get to that point of realizing it, it's so true. Like you never know how your story is going to impact somebody else. And so with that being said, I just wanted to catch you guys up because it's been a while and so much has happened in my life. And um, I've just been seeing so many lessons through what have been through and just God's hand. And so I have to share that with you guys. So I'm going to take it back. Um, we're now in 2020, which it's crazy. Cause like literally the last time I, so I started my podcast in 2018 and then, um, the last time I recorded the episode was last year, 2019. So it's been a minute. But we're in 2020 now, and I just wanted to, March of 2020, and I wanted to walk you guys through how I got to where I am right now. I know if you're friends with me on Facebook, because I've been on Instagram for quite some time now, and I've been loving it. But anyways, and I think I've talked about that in previous episodes, just that social media break. But if you follow me on Facebook, you already know that your girl is married now. (laughs) I'm a whole wife. Um, your girl is pregnant now, right now. Okay, so my baby's due date is technically June 23rd, but there's like another date on the first um, sonogram or ultrasound or whatever that was like June 20th, and I like that one better because June 20, 2020, it just flows, so I kind of go by that date. And also, if she's born on that day, it'd be awesome because it's... Like I said, it flows. Like, I want her to be like, my birthday is June 20, 2020. <laughs> um, so, going by my 2020, 2020, um, I am 30 weeks pregnant today, which is crazy because we're, like, almost there. Like, it's crunch time. Like, third trimester, like, it is getting real. <laughs> Clean version of Cardi B. So, um. Yeah, like those were, oh, and I also moved to North Carolina, so I'm now in Durham, which has been a good change. So I've just been through a lot in these past couple months, and 
um, with such major changes has come a lot of growth and um, I want to share that with you guys. So I'm going to take it back to 2018. Um, This is the year that I graduated college and I also, okay, so even before 2018, like 2017 is when I kind of woke up to me and who I am as a woman and my purpose and what I want my impact to be on this world. Because if you've known me for a while, you know, like I have always been <laughs> boy crazy. And well, I won't, I won't say always, but you know, I definitely was definitely not now. <laughs> I love playing the married card. But anyways, like growing up, I was just always like, I love the idea of love, as most women do. I was That was totally me. And so I was in these relationships that were not the one, <laughs> literally. And so 2017 is when I got out of a relationship that really hurt me. And I just decided, like, enough of focusing on relationships and other people. Like, I have all this love and I keep giving it to the wrong people. Like, I need to give that love to myself and I need to look into who is Ginger and what does she want for herself and what does she want to do and what is the kind of woman that she wants to be when people see Ginger what is the image and the um, things that that she wants connected with herself and that is what led me to so many just boss babes on Instagram and Eric Thomas and Breathe University actually I was put on to Eric Thomas early in college by my first basketball coach um, but I didn't really start listening to him and seeing what he was all about in Breathe University until 2017-2018, which is also when I started to discover podcasts. So I just started doing all this work on myself. And then with that being said, I was open, my eyes were open to entrepreneurship and just the importance of like self-love and self-care. And I think that's when I started my little fitness journey because I was always a student athlete, like, my whole life since, like, I don't know, fourth grade up until college. I was always a student athlete, meaning I was always on a sports team. I was always active, and so I didn't really worry too much about my health and my fitness because it was kind of being covered, but then I got to this point towards the end of college where I realized, like, okay, this is on you now to worry about your fitness and health because soon you're going to graduate college and you're not going to have a coach. You're not going to have teammates. You're not going to have workouts being sent to you and it's going to be on you. And so that's when I started working out on my own and going to gym and taking classes and um, joining Orange Theory and just all these different things. And so my, with that being said, between like pouring into myself as a single woman and um, as an aspiring entrepreneur and um, being fit, like all of those things create a good place for growth as a person. And that's exactly what happened. Like it did wonders for my mindset and my mentality and the possibilities that, um, wow, I just got distracted. (laughs) What was possible for my life, you know? So when I graduated college, it was a little tricky. It was definitely like exciting because it's like, I worked my butt off for this four-year degree for I have my bachelor's of science in nursing if you don't already know and so it's like I 
it took a lot to get to that point. It's no light thing to be able to walk across a straight a stage. So I, I was obviously like very happy about being done. Also because it was just getting really hard towards the end. Like I was losing my drive for real. So could not wait to graduate. And at the same time, I lost my first car. Like my lease was up. My parents were paying for it. My lease was up. So graduated college, ready to live my best life. Like there's so many, I couldn't wait to graduate college and just travel and all that kind of stuff. That, that's really where my heart and mind was at and just live life. But my car got taken away from me, which was annoying because I got used to like having that freedom that comes with having a car. And I got so like fixated on that. And I was like angry and frustrated and hurt because like graduated college, it's summertime. Like I want to be out here, you know, and I couldn't even. And so for a while I was upset. But if you know me or whatever like I can't stay upset for too long like there's only so I mean after a while it just gets old and so with that being said I decided to I was still traveling to conferences that was my first time traveling on my own that year I would just have my parents drop me off at the airport which really helped my creativity and my mentality again it's so important to keep your mind focused and fed and not stagnant and so conferences did that for me and then Instead of being upset that I couldn't go to the gym, I started going on walks around my house and working out in my driveway and things like that. So at first I felt very stuck, but I pushed through that. And um, I just I also spent a lot of time with God in that time because I was like I said, I was awakened to purpose. But how am I going to? try to learn more about my own purpose and I, I'm the created I'm the creation like you don't ask the creation what it's here to do you ask the creator so that being said I spent a lot of time with God I was traveling to my conferences by myself which was also an experience for me just to travel travel alone as a woman and but also meet new people and be exposed to just amazing other women and people and I also took this time to just educate myself. I started listening to a lot of podcasts. I started learning about real estate investing and how to build my credit and finances and all this stuff. Because um, when my car, when my lease was up and I lost my car, like I said, my parents had been making um, pay my payments for me. And somehow like two payments got missed or whatever. And if you know anything about credit, you know how important it is to make your payments on time. So those missed payments affected my credit score so negatively, which was so frustrating for me because here I am like ready to take off, take over the world, just graduated college and I'm ready to go and I don't have any credit. (laughs) So I wanted to get myself another car. I wanted to do all these things, but I didn't have credit. I didn't have money. So I was like, all right, we got to fix this. And so I took that time to educate myself in the area of finances as well. And I was just very determined to like use my time productively. Fast forward to September, I landed my first job as a nurse, which I was so thankful for. And also just to have my first job as a nurse in New York, like I was making really good money fresh out of college, which is such a blessing because so many people can't say the same. And um, 
even though towards the end of college, like I said, I my heart grew for entrepreneurship. I was grateful to have a career that gave me freedom of time and money because I'm a night nurse. I do not do day shift. So if you don't know, night nurses, we get paid more. <laughs> and also we only work three to four shifts a week. So that's three to four days off that I can do what I want to do. So um, being a nurse just allowed me to make money, which allowed me to travel pretty much across the United States, literally. Um, I saved a lot of money and I built up that credit that I had taught myself about. I got my first little secured credit card. And also one thing about nursing that's done for me is I've just met some awesome people, whether they were my coworkers or my patients, because you do have those patients. I mean, not every patient is the one, but sometimes you have patients that you come across and it's just the conversations that you have and the little impact that they leave on your life. You don't forget. So that all happened for me in 2018. Fast forward to 2019. Um... So, in January of 2019, I brought my first car, like, my name is on it, I'm paying for it, like, and it was crazy, because I had made so many attempts before this to get a car, like, I saved up some money, and then um, I had to give it away, which was very hurtful for me at the time, but, um, like I said, you can't live in a place that hurts, so I had to learn how to, like, let that go, and then I saved up some more money, my credit was trash and the salesman played me like he knew exactly what car I wanted I told him what day I was coming back um this fool (laughs) to say nicely ran my credit and then sold my car to somebody else and was like hey like we already cleared you financially but I don't have the car you want and if you know me you know that I want what I want so you telling me that you don't have the car that I want like why are we still talking so I tried I went to another dealership to try to get the same exact car, and I, it's crazy, like, the salesman at the second dealership winded up being a pastor, and um, just kind of tries to guide me with wisdom, and we just wound up having an amazing conversation, uh, and I, I was with my friend Mark, so I'll never forget that day, um, just for us to encounter this man of God, and, but as awesome as that day was, I did not walk away with the car yet again, because that freaking credit score. (laughs) So I tried and I tried ending 2018 to get a car and it just didn't happen. So finally, January, 2019, I had built my credit up. I saved money yet again. And it was crazy because I'm such a, I've always loved Jeeps. Like my first car was a Jeep. My car now is a Jeep and I'm just a Jeep girl. I love SUVs. I just love jeeps so I knew I wanted like an SUV I wanted my moonroof I wanted a white car and it was crazy because everything I tried to get up until this point was not that I was just acting out of desperation so I was trying to get whatever car is going to get me back on the road fast forward like I said it's January 2019 I bought my first car and like I said it was a jeep it has like the moonroof the sunroof like just everything I could ask for and I was just so blessed to be able to do that for myself and so that got me back on the road that got me back in the gym that got me back outside which did wonders for my mental and my spirit and everything and obviously my physical because I was back in the gym you know (laughs) um so that happened in January last year 
And then fast forward a little bit later to March is when I started talking to my now husband. (laughs) Um, I'll definitely talk about my marriage more in other podcasts, but for now, I'll just touch on the fact that that happened in March. Um, It's funny because we met at work at the hospital, which was crazy because I kind of stopped like trying to talk to people at work because I was in the same hospital for like four years, like all throughout college. And then my first job was at the same place. And I just kind of came to the conclusion that like these fools at work is not anything to take seriously. Like they're either in a relationship and just acting a fool at work or like married and off the market or whatever. It was just like, this is hopeless, like and pointless. Let me come to work to work, you know? And then my husband, it was so funny because he... So, like I said, I was in the hospital for four years. He was in the hospital for nine years. And so he saw me come in as a student and he thought I was beautiful, but he never said anything to me. And I never really noticed him. And he'll tell you that. <laughs> you know, I was just minding my business, like doing me. I, I knew who he was because it was a small hospital, but I just didn't look twice in his direction. Whatever. So one night he comes up to me and he just kind of wanted to like, you know, congratulate me because he saw me come into the hospital as a nursing student, as a tech, and then finally, like, to be in that new uniform as a nurse, and he just wanted to, like, compliment my progress, and then we started talking, fast forward to now we're married, (laughs) but that all started back in March, but through dating my husband, um, and just so many other factors, like, I didn't, I lost some of my focus and my productivity for several reasons. Like, one of them being was, I'm in a relationship. Like, I am in love. Like, I don't want to go to the gym like I was doing religiously anymore. Like, I just want to hang out with my boo and, like, be out and about and exploring and just enjoying his presence. So that happened. And then, like, I was tired of living in my parents' home. Don't get me wrong, like, I was definitely grateful to live in my parents' home after college because, again, it allowed me to save up my money. But I knew, like, I gotta go. (laughs) And so it was just time for me to move out. I needed a change of environment. And not only was that something that I felt deep within, but it was just confirmed to me over and over again, like, it's time to go. It's time to move. It's time to graduate. It's a new season. And God just made me uncomfortable. And I don't know if you guys have heard about bonsai trees, you know, like the little cute trees. Um, I don't know if you ever heard this before, but the thing about a bonsai tree is that if that tree, if you got a bonsai tree or a tree, if you just got a tree, because it doesn't have to be a special tree. If you got a tree and you left it alone, it would grow to a full size tree like you see outside But the thing with the bonsai tree is that it is, like, pruned and clipped and, like, it's intentionally made to be small. But it has the potential to be as big as any tree outside. And that is just all due to its environment. Like, I don't know if, I think it's, like, a shark or something. Like, if you put it in a tank, it will only grow to the size that it could stay inside that tank. Whereas if you put it in the ocean where there's less restrictions and boundaries, it will grow much bigger. And it was the same thing with me. Like, I have been in the same environment, the same hospital, my parents' house, like, the same town for, like, literally my whole life. And I did all the growing that I had to do there. 
And now it was time for me to move on. And I completely felt that and knew that. And because my environment wasn't stimulating me anymore, it wasn't challenging me anymore, it also led to me not growing the way I needed to grow. So that's why I knew like it's time for me to get uncomfortable, to go to a new city and to take my life to the next level. And so I did that. It was crazy because when I met my husband, he had talked about moving back to North Carolina. Like he didn't really feel like New York, New York had anything for him anymore. And I was just like, well, you know what? I'm with it. Like, <laughs> like barely even talking to this guy for a few months. But I'm like, I'm ready to go. Like, I don't want to live in my parents' house anymore. Like, I really want a new environment. And I always kind of pictured myself living down south anyways, because I've always loved the south. And I am an East Coast girl. Like, my brother lives in Cali, and I've been out there, and it's cool. And I definitely can't wait to get back out there and explore more. But I'm an East Coast girl. And so when he was talking about North Carolina, I was like, okay, like I can do that. (laughs) So we started looking at houses back in August last year and we had no idea about anything about buying a house. Um, I just, I knew from my education financially and podcasts and all that kind of stuff, I wanted to buy a house. I didn't want to rent. I wanted to own something. I wanted to have, um, something to pass on to future generations and uh just the financial setups if you're paying rent that money's going into somebody else's pocket but like once you own your home like that could be a financial source for you if you do it right and so and I also knew I wanted a family and just my own space so I knew that I wanted to buy a home so August we started house hunting we had no idea about the home buying process but I just got connected with my amazing realtor and we started looking at houses. We had no idea about our the financial aspect of house buying. We just wanted to know what we could, what's out there. And so we started looking at houses. And it was crazy because we found this house that we absolutely fell in love with. But we were not in the position to make an offer at the time. And if you know anything about the Raleigh-Durham market, especially in the summertime, it moves so fast. Like, houses are here today and gone tomorrow. And that's the market that we were dealing with. So we found this house. We loved it, but we were so heartbroken when we had to leave. Um, But after having that little trip down to North Carolina, we were educated on the home buying process and all that goes into it and the financial piece. And we even like reached out to a lender and um, just got the facts straight and sort of pointers of, okay, you want to come move down here. You want to relocate well, you need to do this, you need to do that, you need to get a job. Um, Credit was in a good place at the time. So it was just like save up your money, get a job, or like proof that this will be your like residence and we can go from there. So after that, we put a plan in place. We started saving money and continue to maintain good credit and just look into different type of loans and continue to look at houses and all of that. Uh, Fast forward to October, I was getting really, really like uh, restless at home. Like I was really ready to go. Like at the time, my boyfriend was like, okay, because we were committed from the beginning. Like we knew we were not dating each other just to pass time. Like, I made it clear what my end goal was, a.k.a. marriage, and he was with that. 
and he made it clear what his expectations were too so when we were dating like yes we were getting to know each other but we were also like like setting things down for the future so like I said we opened up our account and um my husband and I we have different personalities to say the least I am like ready to go like don't gotta think twice like um, I'll figure it out as I go and he is a planner like he has to have everything in place and so he was like all right so when we're looking at houses we got to save this much money and then by this time by January 2020 new year new place da 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 and I was, at first I was like oh I don't want to wait that long but I don't I was like okay but then my <laughs> flamingo or flight attendant or whatever nature set in and I was just like nope I can't, and that's a reference to disc assessment, if you don't know what that is, but my personality, I just couldn't sit around and wait, especially with my, the other aspect of my personality is the gorilla, or I don't know what it is with the um, flight assessment, I think it's like the captain, whatever, I like to be in control, and I like to have results, so I could not sit around and wait until January 2020 to move, I was like, no, like, I gotta go now, so October, I started looking into nursing jobs that's the great thing about nursing is that you can do it anywhere and I didn't want to just be at any type of hospital because I know for a fact going to college in New York City and being exposed to different facilities that there is levels to this and not every hospital is the same that's for sure so I kind of had a standard in my head I knew I wanted a magnet facility and all that kind of stuff and North Carolina Raleigh Durham like Duke is a big deal not even just like within the state, but like internationally. So I applied to positions at Duke and I winded up getting like four different interviews for four different positions and I got offered all of the positions and I ended up taking a float pool position. It was crazy because I always thought I was I would want to go be an ER nurse, but I was just like thinking long term. I was like, what if I get bored? What am I going to do next? I've always just wanted to be an ER nurse. I never thought past that. So I took the flow pool position because I tried to go travel nursing route and they were like, oh, you need a little more experience, which I now know is and is not true. But for the agency that I was in contact with, they were like, we can get you a position, but you're going to be in Charlotte. And I already knew we wanted to be in the Raleigh-Durham area. So I was like, eh, let me just get a full-time position and get some more experience. So I took this float pool position, which is crazy because, like I said, I got offered an emergency room position, which is what I thought I would be doing. But the float pool just surprised me with all the opportunity that I thought would be in it. So I took this float pool position with Duke. Um, we took trips down. Not trips, but we took another trip back down to North Carolina to house hunt and for me to interview and just be on site at Duke and... Um, we just got the ball rolling for real. <laughs> it all happened so quickly. Like once I fixed my resume and shot out my application, like I literally got a phone call. Like, I don't know if it was the same day or the next day, but it all happened really fast. And so that was like the beginning or middle of October. And then in the, I ended up taking, um, offer, accepting an offer back in October and then at the end of October, I got pregnant, <laughs> um, which was crazy because I don't know, like so many people 
uh, look at me and they're like, oh, you're so young. Like, why'd you get pregnant? Like, did you want to get pregnant? Like, da, 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 da. And the truth of the matter is, like, I was ready to have a baby. Like, I really wanted to be pregnant. And so the end of October, boom, like, took the test. It was positive. And I just was so happy, <laughs> honestly. But I didn't really think about the whole, like, you're trying to move and do things and all this stuff all at once. I just knew in the moment, like, I wanted a baby. And so that happened. <laughs> and then fast forward to November, we I was continuing to make strides to getting down to North Carolina. So um, my parents had paid for my college education pretty much the whole entire time. Like, that was their deal. Like, we'll pay for your education so you don't have any type of debt. And then you'll be in a good place to start off financially. You're going to be a nurse. You're going to make money. So after you graduate college, just save up your money. And so my parents tried to set me up in a good place financially. But towards the end of um, my education, they were unable to pay for it. And so I wound up owing my school, like, thousands of dollars. And it was, like... It was a lot, and I I was not trying to pay that. I was like, yeah, my parents, that's their job. They could pay that whenever. I don't know when it's going to happen, but that's on them. Like, I got my job. Like, I'm not doing it. I got other things to do with my money. I'm trying to save. I'm trying to get a car. Like, I just did not want to pay my college at all, even though the degree was in my name for me. Like, I wasn't trying to accept that responsibility. But it came to a point where I was like, okay, I need proof of my education to move on in my career and so I winded up paying off my college which I was able to do with the money that I saved through uh my first year of nursing and then I went house hunting again um for real this time like applications were done credit was right money was saved up we're ready to go so I went house hunting and it was all super quick like we would do our house hunting in like two or three days we would see like like five six houses a day and so finally in November we came across the house that we saw ourselves in um just a good starter home a good investment um as far as location and size and all that kind of stuff and so we put we went under contract on our home in November and then in December, I started my job with Duke University Hospital, Health System or whatever, hospital. And I made that move to New York. I mean, North Carolina. I packed up my car and I drove down here by myself. <laughs> and um, I didn't have a place to stay for a whole entire month because um, part of going under contract with my home was I needed like proof of employment for like 30 days or whatever. So I had to work my job for 30 days before I could close on my home. And luckily I was able to live with my future father-in-law, my now father-in-law. I was able to stay with him for a month. And like I said, I, I originally drove down to North Carolina by myself, but then like, cause my um, the weekend I had to come down here, it was like right after Thanksgiving, um, my, at the time, let's see, where are we at, Thanksgiving, oh yeah, <laughs> I also got engaged in November, so I think he was my fiance at the time, 
so my fiance was going to come down with me to make the move, but he was working that weekend, so I had to drive down by myself, and then he winded up flying down, like, the next day or whatever, and we were staying with his dad, and then after a week, which my birthday is also in December, he was like, all right, I'm going back to New York now, and I was just like, "Uh, wait, what? Like, I'm here now, and you're leaving me? Like, seriously and I was just so sad and upset and so he went back to New York and I was in North Carolina I don't want to say stuck (laughs) but that's what I was almost gonna say I was in North Carolina without him and even though I was staying with his dad and his sister and everything like I still just felt very lonely like all I had was my car my boxes I didn't really know anybody um I was staying in, like over an hour away from my job, and so when I had to go to work, I either had to like drive an hour and 15 minutes back and forth, which was crazy, or like stay in a hotel, and it was just a, a stretch financially because, like I said, I just paid off this huge debt, like emptied out a whole savings account to pay off my college, and then we were closing on our house, which has costs associated with it and then I was saved trying to have money for my um, down my closing costs on my house and I wasn't getting paid for my new job immediately because they like hold your first check or whatever so I was just living off savings and credit cards for like a month and it was just like like I said I was sad because I was without my fiance and it was without my family I was just eating out all the time because I'm very picky about other people's kitchens and I also didn't really know how to cook like that and at the like yet like I'm definitely experimenting with cooking now but yeah so I was like feeding myself junk I was not like exercising or moving like I used to I was just like sitting up in the house sleeping all the time because I was also early in my pregnancy like I was just super super tired and so I was sleeping eating crap and like just going to work and my fiance was in a whole other state like not even with me and it was just very hard for me and I just kind of shut down a little bit but I knew I had things to look forward to like I was exploring this new city that I just moved to and I knew that my house was coming and I knew that things were it wasn't always going to be like this so I just tried to keep that in the back of my head to keep me going fast forward to january 2020 i closed down my house which was like a whole nother story on its own because we were supposed to close on a specific date and i could not come up with the closing funds on that date and i was so upset like i thought i was gonna lose my home i thought i had put all this money into this for nothing i was just like distraught like i was done and I was so upset. I cried. I couldn't even speak to my realtor or my lender. Like, I had to have my fiance handle that for me because I was just like, no, we didn't just come all this far to end up with nothing. <laughs> um, but in a few days, we were able to get all the funds together to close on our home. So we moved into our house the beginning of January 2020. And then Um, I was finally able to get my insurance together and all that kind of stuff and have my next appointment with my OB in 
at that point, I was like 17 weeks when I had my next appointment. So we were able to find out the gender of our baby. It was a girl. It is a girl, (laughs) which is so exciting for me because, I mean, one, like my husband already has two boys. So he he'll deny this, but he needed a girl. And also, like, I've just always wanted a daughter. Like, that's just one of the desires of my heart. Um, And some I've always saw my seen myself with. I just, I, like, manifested her. <laughs> I saw myself having a girl. Like, here, like I said, he already had two boys, so why does he need a third one? <laughs> and I needed, you know, another female in the house. And I, as a woman, I was just looking forward to having this little person that I could just be girl a girl with, you know, like, and show the beauty of womanhood and femininity and all that kind of stuff too and just pass on like all of my life lessons and experience too and just I really wanted a girl (laughs) so I was super excited when it was confirmed like it's a girl and so it was just all this good stuff like we got our house we got our baby girl but then my husband like I said he likes to have all the pieces of the puzzle in place before he makes actions So he still didn't fully um, transition to being in North Carolina with me. So I, he was like back and forth to New York. And oftentimes he would say like, okay, I'm going to go work this weekend. And then he would get to New York and find out that his like boss would put him on for more days than usual or whatever. And then what was supposed to be a weekend away, next thing I know, it's like 10 days or two weeks away. And it was just really hard for me to be alone. But also an investment that we made into our relationship back in September, I believe, of 2019 was counseling. Because I already knew, like, I wanted to be married. And if I'm going to be married, I can't be doing this without any guidance. And so we started our premarital counseling back in September. Because like I said, we had a mission for our relationship. And we've been doing that since then with Quest Green, which I have to shout him out because he's just amazing at what he does. And so, um, oh yeah, I forgot to mention the other thing. So January, moved into the house, found out it's a girl, and we also tied the knot. (laughs) Um, Like I said, my husband and I were apart for some time. So when he came back to North Carolina, he was like, I need you to be my wife. (laughs) And um. I was completely with it, especially because I wanted to be married before our child came. And so we went and got married, <laughs> believe it or not, at a detention center, which is hilarious. I'll have to talk about that another day. But anyways, so um, our, we went from premarital counseling to marriage counseling. And I remember the conversation like I said, I wasn't feeling myself because I was just sleeping all the time. I wasn't working out. I wasn't making moves. I wasn't recording my podcast. I wasn't going to conferences. Just so many things that I used to do to give me life and be this person that you like here on the podcast. I wasn't doing those things. And so I was kind of in a slump. And then, like I said, I was coming off of that lack of motivation from being in an environment too long and just getting comfortable. So I had... I was just like okay like I'm here now now what and I remember like Quest brought up the whole question of like purpose and what makes you happy and what would you do for a living if you couldn't get paid but that will still like fill your cup and all this kind of stuff 
And so it started to like light a fire in me because I was like, oh my gosh, I used to be on a mission before. Like I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I want to be a motivational speaker. I want to do my podcast. I want to travel the world. I wanted to be an investor. All these big dreams that I just put on the back burner for so many different reasons. And so that kind of sparked something in me again, because like I said, I changed my environment. So I'm ready to grow again. And um, with that conversation, it made me it started to make me think about the things that I said I wanted and so February of this year was hard for me because again my husband was back and forth to New York so I was alone in this big house by myself and I was angry and I was hurt and I was frustrated because I was just like yo like we supposed to be you yourself said 2020 January 2020 new year new house new life da, 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 da. but you're not here right now and I was hurt like, yeah, I get it. Like, he's in New York making money for us so that we have all of our bills paid and all that kind of stuff. But to me, it was just like, you should be here and you're not. And I was so upset for so long. And the angriness it just, like, got worse by the day. And it was hard. And then bringing the pregnancy emotions, like, it was a struggle. And then... But I kind of learned how to cope little by little. I would start cooking and doing puzzles and listening to podcasts again and listening to audiobooks and just things to distract my mind from the fact that I'm in a house by myself. Like, instead, I choose to create things, create or do my puzzles and um, learn new things from podcasts and all this kind of stuff. Just keep my mind going, knowing that. Again, it's not always going to be like this. This is just for a season. So fast forward to March. I feel like I might have said it was March earlier and we're definitely in April now. But anyways, <laughs> fast forward to March of this year when life got crazy for everyone. Like coronavirus just took over literally the whole entire world and shut things down. And I'm not going to lie, in the beginning to you, I'm not going to lie to you. In the beginning of this whole coronavirus thing, I was about to get caught up in the hype too. And it was so easy to just be anxious and fearful and what's going to happen and how does this affect me? And I'm a nurse and just people are dying and this is serious. And it was so easy to originally just go to that place of anxiety and fear. But I shut that down real quick. And I started, I already knew like that, coronavirus is not just coronavirus it's so much more to it it's creating a brand new world and God is doing things and if God is doing things I want to be a part of it I don't want to miss out so I knew I already knew I had to get right with God because I was taking my walk with him like kind of mediocre not too serious so I had to get right with God and I had to it was a perfect time for me to learn things and pour into myself and so that's what I've been doing lately and with that being said everybody's talking about we're in quarantine right now with coronavirus so what are you doing to what are you going to do with this time for the average american they're chilling at home cooking all the freaking time eating snacks watching netflix making tiktoks which don't get me wrong it's a time and place for everything like definitely use this time to have some fun with your family but you can't be doing that all day every day like that is not making you a better person (laughs) um and so I knew that I had to use this season to be intentional even though I'm an essential worker and I'm a nurse and I still have to go to work 
so I'm not home as much as other people. I still wanted to get mine in this season. I still want to learn a new skill, finish stuff up. So like I finished up a real estate course. Um, I've been doing my puzzles, which have been hard to come by because the stores are like empty. <laughs> but um, just listening to podcasts and audiobooks as I've been doing. And um, I came across... Lately, I've been coming across new women that inspire me and new podcasts that pour into me, especially I have to shout out Amanda Ferguson. Like, um, she has really blessed me these past few days and lit a fire under me. And I started writing in my journals once again. And I just have this heart for entrepreneurship, like, all over again. Because if this season is showing me anything, it's that you can't just rely on your job to be your sole provider, like, how many people are flying, filing for unemployment right now? And also, we always talk about, oh, if I had time to do this and that, and now God has given us that time. And also, the thing is, when seasons like this happen, when pandemics happen, when um, the economy goes bad, things like that, new things are birthed in this season. And I know that, and I want to be part of that that new normal that is going to come upon us in these next coming day well yeah days weeks and months like I said God is doing stuff and I don't want to be outside of what he's doing I want to be a part of it I want to be on the front line and I knew that I had to get it together and so I have been and I just feel like a brand new person and it's crazy because I'm sitting here like okay like I've I gotta get serious about this whole entrepreneur lifestyle da, 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 da. I gotta do this I gotta do that talking about it, talking about it, talking about it, looking for people to validate me and encourage me when I had to do it for myself. Like, I can't just sit here and be like, okay, I want to be an entrepreneur, God. Like, hit me with that idea when God has already put stuff on my heart to do, like this podcast. Like, he been told me to do this. And I'm sitting here in bed like, God, where is that big idea? Because I know when I was doing my podcast, the doors it was opening up for me and so who am I to sit here in bed like, oh, God, I'm ready to be an entrepreneur. I'm ready to go to the next level. I'm ready, like, you know, like, put me in, coach. But what do you want me to do when he already told me what to do? So today, I'm not going to lie to you, I woke up. And like I said, I've been getting that fire back more and more. But I woke up and I was about to be in my whole entire feelings today. Like, I'm in the house by myself again. And, um... It could be easy to be like, woe is me, but I'm very aware of when I get into my feelings. And so I had to like shut that down real quick and be like, nah, sis, like, what are we doing today? Like, you got a whole day ahead of you. You don't have to go to work tonight. It's the last day before you go back to work. So what are we doing with today? And like I said, God gave me stuff to work on and I put it on a back burner. So today I put it into that and I'm here and I've recorded this podcast and I'm really proud of myself for that. I'm really excited for what's to come. Um, so I share all this to say, <sighs> get up. <laughs> I had to. I got up today. I took a shower. Like I literally physically had to get up. But also in this season, it's so easy to stay down. And God wants you to get up. Like what has he called you to do? Like who has he called you to be a blessing to? Like how can you be a better person today? Get up. Um, I know it's easy to think I'm in quarantine. I can't go out. I can't do this. I can't do that. But you can't focus on all the things you can't do. Focus on all the things that you can do and that you get to do. So that being said, um, I want to just say a couple things that I've been doing. And I want to challenge you guys to do them too. 
So in this time, create me doing this podcast is being creative. Like I totally believe that we're all creative beings because of God, our creator. And so how can you create in this season? What can you create that will be here for like for legacy for seasons to come? Um, But also there's something healing about creating, which I can definitely test to like even in me doing this podcast before I got to this point, it was a lot of self-reflection and um, I felt I feel like doing this for me has been healing. So I encourage you to create um, spend time with God because he has things that he's trying to tell you and he things that he wants you to do. And it's so important to know the times. But you can't do that apart from him. And also, like, like I said, like coronavirus has everybody losing their minds right now, whether it's the anxiety of being isolated and in your home and not able to go to work and just so many different factors or you lost a loved one. Like, it's so easy to lose your mind in this season. But when you spend that time with God, it just brings you peace and um, is going to get you right and keep you encouraged and focused and you know, you can rest on things like all things work out for my good. And I was made for such a time as this. And um, just his promises, like how, how can you rest in his promises if you don't even know what they are, you know? And also it was just such a significant time with Passover and Easter and all that, like so many reasons to just spend time with God, even if it's just to thank him for keeping you alive another day. Um, also in this time, I want you guys to connect with people, whether that's a phone call or a text or FaceTime or social media. I'm not out here telling you like go ring people's doorbells and hug on people and love on people because we're not trying to catch the virus. Like let's be smart, but don't stop connecting in this time and also really grow. Like you should not come out of quarantine and coronavirus the same way that you went in. Like it's planting time right now like what are you gonna do that's gonna pay off in the for future you right now like it's it's springtime baby it's planting time like let's go (laughs) don't be afraid to pick up old things don't be afraid to think about all those things that you always wanted to do but you never did like now is the time for all that with no shame um you never know like that's why I'm doing this podcast because I didn't want to leave it in the past so Thank you guys for listening to me (laughs) for this long if you made it to the end. Um, Get Up 10 is not going anywhere, neither am I. And so I hope that you get back up in this season if you've been knocked down like I know I have. And I'm super excited for what's to come. And I love you guys. And again, thank you for listening.